listening to Evolve with Nicolette, a bad bitch healing. What's poppin' everybody? I hope everyone is doing well. Happy Tuesday. Today is a very special day. I have some very special guests joining me all the way from Texas. But before anything, I wanted to shout out a new sponsor, D-Slaps Nail Nails Beauty Bar, located in Torrance, California, at 24402 Hawthorne Boulevard. Hit them up for your Manny Petty facials body sculpting, and so much more. Enjoy these spa treatments while you sip on your complimentary mimosas, and make sure you see Tiana or Mocha, and tell them that Nico Baby and the Good News Radio Network sent you. Ah, first of all, y'all, I wish I had, like, a band behind me or something, because I need, like, noise. I need, like, a DJ set to go off, because my guests today are so amazing, and I'm super excited to have them today. This show, I feel like I've been talking about it or dreaming about it for, like, a whole year. Um, We've been trying to get the dates together to have you guys on, and I'm so excited. So thank you guys for being flexible with me and patient. Um, I'm very excited to have these beautiful guests all the way from Austin, Texas, and I've been waiting for this for weeks, y'all. Um. I want to welcome a huge, huge warm welcome to the amazing and inspirational Mexican-American sister trio, Tiara Girls. Yes. We need one of these. Hold on. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. We have, um, oop, I'm hearing some back things. Okay. Can you guys hear me good? Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, so I we have two of the three sisters here. So Sophia couldn't join us today, but it's okay because education matters. Yeah. She's getting her school on. But I have Tori and Tiffany with me. Yeah. What is popping, you guys? How are you guys feeling today? I'm feeling good. I mean, we got our Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> We're at our Tia's house. yes shout out to the Thea yes well thank you guys so much for joining me today and I know that the time difference is kind of crazy and kind of off but I'm so thankful that you guys are here um yes girl of course first of all um it's you guys have been quite busy I must say and beautiful things have been happening for y'all and especially during the pandemic like tell me what the last couple of like, tell me what the last year and a half has been like for you guys. Um, the last year and a half has been very chaotic. <laughs> and, um, I think, like, weirdly kind of healing in a way. Also. Yes. Um, you know, we've been super busy. We wear a lot of hats, like, with school and work and music. And um, so trying to balance all of that is kind of crazy, but... Um, we found that, you know, a lot of people in the live music community have been really excited to open up the venues and um, just have those conversations and celebrate each other even more because we know what it felt like to be without it and to be without each other. Um, so, yeah. I love that. Um, what was I going to say? The The biggest thing for me is seeing like the glow up, right? And, um, and 
just I mean the girls just told me that you guys are 20 um Tiffany's the oldest right yeah, yeah. she's 23 23 20 and then how old is Sophia She's 22. 22. Oh, my gosh. So, first of all, like, girls, like, the the future has, it. like, I feel like we're not even, like, to the iceberg of, like, what you guys have touched. and which, <laughs> But you guys have done so much. And something that um, when I came across, like, the, when I was researching you guys, I had already been exposed to y'all long before, but I just had no idea. It was when you guys were campaigning for... Beto O'Rourke like that I saw those videos back in 2018 and you guys were way much younger back then like that was that was was like around the time where we started to um really kind of advocate through our music Mm -hmm. um and yeah we connected with Beto's people and um they were like let's let's campaign with each other let's like connect and um yeah we like played at one of his rallies, I got to sing the national anthem uh, when he was running for president. Um, that and- is major. Like, let's not gloss over that. <laughs> that is so major. And that was what, like three years ago now? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's dope. So can we go back for a second? Like, when did this all start for you guys, first of all? Like, was it total Selena vibes where was your parents putting you guys onto it or did it kind of just like mesh into the three of you just um, doing it together? I mean, us coming together as performers um, has been a very natural process. Mm. Um, my dad was a DJ and so we would listen to like Michael Zangado and then like to Kiss and then to Selena like back and forth, you know. And our mom would, like, book his events. And we would just, you know, go along with him, sit by the speakers, listen to Rihanna, have fun. Yes. And, then, <laughs> and um, our middle sister was always um, a kid that, like, loved banging on things. And so my parents put her in percussion. Um, <laughs> Tiffany was into piano. So um, our abuela, she, like, taught her a few things. And, um, yeah, we all just were individually interested in music and I was into guitar in third grade um we were taking lessons separately and then there was a time where we were like we're all playing instruments that go together well um cohesively in a band Mm -hmm. so we were just like let's just learn music together and then do covers um by like the Beatles or Stevie Wonder and then Selena because that was um an icon that we grew up with like from the jump like straight out of the womb right um and so yeah selena has always been kind of like the icon that we um we used her as like motivation and Mm. and of course like we're living in in a hyphen in texas so we our stories aligned really well and we're in a family band yes the it was the alignment for me like when i started to look through things uh because first of all like it's not even like i'm not even blowing smoke the way how the energy that comes off from your guys' music really is so powerful, and it's not just about the entertainment portion, but about the meaning and the words and everything. So, like, do you guys write your own music? Like, who does that? Um, what's that process like? Yeah, I mean, it usually starts with me. Um, I either have, like, a very intense feeling or uh, I'm with my sisters all the time, and it'll be kind of like the 
the theme in our lives at that moment and I'll mm. be like okay let me let me go lock myself in a room and write something because that's how it always is I need to be alone um and I always keep my sisters in mind because we all kind of like have the same brain it's weird um <laughs> and then I go to like to Tiffany because I don't play bass she kind of like knows what it should feel like and should sound like and then Sophia is always like up for the challenge to create a beat um and that's how it is. And then we go to a producer and he adds keys and we do background wow. vocals and it's a cool process. That is so dope. I, first of all, shout out to y'all because damn, that just sounds so beautiful and so um, authentic and genuine to y'all's story. Like, I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to see how I could get to the comments. Oh, there we go. So I wanted to, um, I love that you guys had the influence from your dad being a DJ and the wide variety of uh, music that influenced you guys. Um, is is that your dad and your mom in the latest video that you guys have, which is yeah. congrats, by the way. Um, the the newest video came out, what was it, last week, Let Love mm-hmm. Free? Yes, that is, those are our parents. Um, it's crazy because, like, the, the whole, we co-directed the music video. So when we came together um, to plan that out, we wanted it to be, like, the story of me coming out. Um, which was really, I had to be vulnerable with the team and, and tell them how it all went. So we kind of like set up, we put the set kind of similar to our house and put art. We like brought props and art from our house to put on walls. And yeah, we had that scene with our parents, my parents kissing and it was so cute. (laughs) I I mean, you guys were all cute. First of all, everybody looks like your mom. Like you guys all look like your mom. You guys are I think gorgeous. I look like my dad. Really? Like I it's just so beautiful. I love the whole thing. The whole vibe of the latest video is so dope. Just all of them, really. Um and it just floors me even more cuz I just found out right before we went live. They told me that they were in their early 20s and I was like, "What?" But you guys had been doing this since you guys were way younger. Um so yeah. did like all of that kind of was during like your later high school years, right? And then kind mm-hmm. of been going since then um you guys have been doing some major things y'all like three austin um music awards i love that um like we had mentioned before being part of campaigns using your music as um activism advocacy for the things that you guys believe in and stand out um stand um stand for um and your music is such a vibe when i first came across you guys at first i thought the, I hadn't put two and two together yet. I thought I first saw you guys on TikTok for the first time. And I was like, oh my God, she sounds like Gwen Stefani and the whole vibe, right? I'm from SoCal, specifically from the um, like uh, Carson, Long Beach area. So like the ska music, all that was my generation for sure. Um, so that's why I got drawn to the to your music. And it was um, Soy, Soy Chingona, the first one that I found of you guys. But I actually had seen you guys, um, or at least Tori, um, singing uh, right for Bethel's. Um, yeah. I hadn't put two together that that was you. And then fast forward to April of when um, you were in the Texas State Capitol building with the flowers coming down, like that video went viral of you singing Amazing Grace with the um, million uh, flower petals representing the power of youth voters and um, how many the the flowers were representing. Like this 
It was just so mind-blowing to me when I was going through all the videos. I was like, oh, my God, that is her. That's so dope. Yeah, that the Capitol thing is a crazy story. Like, I literally was about to go to bed, and then uh, the what the like, leader uh, of Jolt uh, called me and was like, hey, like, we really need a singer. To da -da 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 -da. And I was like, what? What's going on? And I was down. I'm a down-ass girl. So yes. I, I showed up, and I showed out for the youth voters because – I, I registered to vote on stage when I was 18. We had a show and we invited a registrar and I was like, I'm registering to vote. I'm signing <laughs> the, the form right now. And then I went to the next song. <laughs> I love that. I mean, what was that experience like? I, I could only imagine the type of high that was going on, like through your body. Like just because for me, it gives me chills just thinking about it. Like all the flowers raining down on you, singing Amazing Grace and all of these people like watching you. And I think there was a bunch of people on top watching too, right? Yeah, I mean, it was it was like a secretive kind of protest. Mm. Um we came up with a little lie that was like, um, if anyone asks us, asks us what we're doing, um, we're just on a college field trip because everyone had backpacks full of the rose petals. Mm. And so I was like, they're cute to drop all the petals. Um, but it was actually really scary because they were like, they brought a lawyer um, because we could have gotten arrested. And totally. But we cleaned it up. We all we cleaned up the rose petals. We didn't make anyone else do it. Like the janitors tried to come. And we're like, no, we're gonna do it, girl. Like, no, they would have been major dicks if they would have arrested you guys. <laughs> Who's yeah. gonna get arrested for singing in flowers? Give me a break. Like that was super dope and probably like a staple moment um, for not just for you but like your band and just your family. Like how, how I feel proud and I'm not. I don't even know you guys like that. <laughs> that was super dope. You know, like because being Mexican American, like. Uh, the meaning, not that the meaning has changed, but the generation and the era that we're in right now, taking, you know, the platform that you have and using that to shed light to important things that matter. That makes me super dope. And not only that, but to be that you guys are a lot younger and getting started already, like that shit's powerful to me and makes me feel so much more hopeful for my sons and the <laughs> era after you. Like, that's so dope. Um yeah. Uh, for me, what does what what inspires like um, like your music and what inspires you guys to use your platform for activism and standing up for the things that you guys believe in? Yeah, you know. Um, well, I think since like we were young, our parents have always before they had us, they've been involved in the community and everything. And so when they're like raising us, that's been like a big thing of us like contributing to the community and finding ways that we can help out and when we started our music we were doing different gigs for like um, nonprofits and learning more about different um, organizations in Austin and kind of just grew from there because we have like different things that we find important to us mm. and after yeah. the election when Tori wrote leave it to the people um, I think we kind of all just were like people are watching us and we have this voice in Austin and in Texas and like we need to use it to our advantage and we have all these feelings and and um the way we want to empower other people too and just be part of that movement it just kind of all flowed together yeah and like yeah the notion that we're on stage and people are going to be looking at us regardless so we might as well give them 
like action items and something to think about. Yeah. Oh my God. First of all. So like, I'm just, I can't, I'm like taking it all in. It's super heavy. So amazing. I think that's so dope. Um, was it, was it the 2016 election when you guys uh, started to really get into it? And that was, yeah. yeah. And then even like experiencing microaggressions, like you hit a, you hit a point when you're older and you start to understand what, the subtle racism can feel like in school and the system and Mm. like even that just it all like kind of stemmed from anger and trying to understand what it was um but we were like we know that other um people our age are gonna like feel like this so we might as well just combine our talent of music and our advocacy and just our essence of how this is making us feel and release it you know Oh, I love that. And and totally ma- keeping, um, you know, really making your point across like through your music is super dope. And watching like all the older videos of you guys, um, it was just super powerful for me to like watch all that and kind of like took me back in time. It took me back to 2018 and those moments of feeling like I was helpless, kind of like I couldn't really do too much. But being able, like you said, like to register mm-hmm. for to vote on stage, to be able to have have action items for people to do while they're you know listening to you it's not just about entertainment but actually um the meaning and the things that you guys stand for and I love that I mean because being in Texas that's probably super hard for like that is your home but with the the political climate like let's talk about that a little bit like what the state of Texas right now is um kind of like the forefront of the news right now so like how does that feel like with women's rights being on the attack and all those things like what do you guys see for yourself and how do you um how do you process all that I mean, it all was, like, even more real when we performed at the women's rally um, mm. to go against the the bill that was trying to be passed for um, abortion, abortion rights. rights. Yeah. yeah. And we just, we saw how many people came together. And there was a fight that broke out with, like, these Christians. And oh my God. it just was, like it made it like very real because we were in a pandemic, you know, we all were kind of cooped up and we could only scroll and see the scary headlines um, like about people take your Texas taking um, rights away from youth voters mm-hmm. and from disabled voters. And it just was like, it was all on a screen. We knew it was real, but then we showed up to like this rally and it was like the first kind of big meeting (laughs) that we were involved in and we got to perform soy chingona and we had the crowd chant it with us um Mm. because you know we we released that song in a pandemic and we didn't feel the like the heat of like the meeting you know but we got to like share it with other people in a space where we were all trying to fight for the same thing to have control over our bodies as women um and it would, it just made it all worth it. Like it, it was kind of like, oh, that's why we wrote the song. Yeah, but Texas, Texas is a little bit of a mess. But I mean, we do have the. We're I think we're on the right track. No. I, and and I mean, you guys being in Austin, you guys being in Austin, it really is that dot of hope. In yeah. The yeah. Middle. But yeah, but the thing about Austin is that it's a little. They we claim 
not we, but Austin claims as a collective to be progressive, but there is a lot of mm. different pockets that you'll find that are hidden um, where things are like, I don't know, like it's, it's, it doesn't cater to the right people. Right. And you don't realize that until you're actually in the system and seeing what's going on. Right. Man, we are, I, we are the hope. Yes. Girl, yes. When I saw those videos <laughs> of you guys at the rally, that was just so powerful, especially, like, I think there was one uh, picture of you, like, with, like, you, you could see, like, the, the strap, your hair, of, and the um, the strap of your guitar, and, like, the whole crowd of people just watching you guys. And for That's it crazy. to be a Spanglish song, like, that is also, like, another significance for me, like, Man, that is dope. Bad Bunny the other day was with Trevor Noah, and he had said, um, Trevor Noah was asking him, like, how does, why does your music transcend, um, you know, and it's a Spanish song, you know, and it's across Mm -hmm. all types of, um, you know, American radio stations and stuff like that. And it's because you'd never see white people having to change for other people's comfort, right? White music mm-hmm. having to be yeah. um, changed. And I think that's, for me, super powerful and super significant for you guys to have that type of song and your music being um, Spanglish. And um, as American, Mexican-American, that is super powerful for me because it's the language that we speak at home, right? First, yeah. second generation, um, something that we don't even notice that it's a thing, but it's spoken in our homes, and I love that about you guys. Um, and I love to hear it. Um, the biggest thing for me is um, when you guys were campaigning for Better Auroric, like when, like what does that look like for you guys in the future? Do you guys see you guys um, doing more of that, supporting more um, uh, political um, figures to like move the agenda that you'd like to see? Um, come to fruition in not just Texas, but in the United States? I mean, I mean, it is like a slippery slope kind of because, you know, not all politicians are good politicians, but facts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you do have to like kind of zoom out and um, just just know, like it's the same thing with voting. Like your vote is very tiny, but it makes a difference. And it's, and it's the ritual. It's the act. Right. Of, giving an F, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but as far as like um, campaigning with other politicians, like we're up for it. I mean, if, if they align if with aligned, our values, right. we might as well add our light to their light and, and uh, know that it's going to go to the place that it belongs to. Right. Yeah. Right. I love that. Uh, we have a couple of people in the chat right now. Shout out to everybody who's on the Good News Radio Network app. Um, if you're listening with us right now, hit the little three um, lines on the top left corner and hit chat room and join us there. If you're watching, we have a couple of people watching us on YouTube. Shout out to Carol Mommy, sends a heart. Um, Goddess Lotus says, amazing. Yes, so dope. Keep doing the work. Chingonas. Yes. Um, Yolanda, Yoli saying, um, just sending us hearts. And Goddess is asking, isn't he running again i'm not sure is bethel He's running, running um for governor yeah listen give that man a job okay uh, <laughs> please somebody um i love him um before he's so tall he smells great <laughs> <laughs> what does he smell like? i feel like he would smell like man like a, like a nice man <laughs> i love that um i feel like he would smell like um like that uh definitely not the thoughty colognes that guys wear but like the like a was, wood scent like a man it scent. was a businessy 
Yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, before we go on to the, um, to more of my conversation with y'all, I do have a word from my sponsor. Uh, before anything, this is week two of my LaRousse beauty giveaway. Um, for the next five weeks, we will be giving away a, a makeup brush set for, uh, the holidays. So make sure that you listen to um, this show to hear the details of how you can enter this week. All I need for y'all to do is to DM me how you guys are going to do self care for yourself this week. And that's it. And you will be entered to win um, a LaRousse Beauty brush set. Shout out to my sponsor. Um, and the uh, winner will be announced this Friday on my Instagram. So here we go for a word from my sponsor. This episode is sponsored by LaRousse. LaRousse was created with their community in mind. We are for the most novice consumer to the most experienced artist. We want to continue creating brushes that will help our community amplify their individuality while embodying power, strength, and courage. Our product is designed in California, luxury, handmade, cruelty-free, hypoallergenic, vegan brushes. Softness as soft as your favorite broken-in brush. Check out Miss Rennie, a 14-piece set. She is our highest-rated, best-selling brush set, featuring some of our most popular brushes. She is our most versatile set. Use her to create a simple, no-makeup look for a full beat. <clears throat> she is very travel-friendly. Her beautiful studded cup keeps your brushes clean while protecting your brushes' shape and integrity. Check out LaRousse at LaRousseBeauty.com and use my code EVOLVE20 for 20% off your purchase. Yes, thank you so much. Um, we have an awesome question right now. Karamami is asking, I have a musically inclined child. What are some ways that you were supported in the music space by your parents that you think helped you excel? That is so good. That's a good question. I like it. Um, <laughs> I think, well, our mom was the one who was kind of like booking the shows and like doing her research on what do these people stand for and um, and then my dad, I feel like he started reading books and articles about the music community in Austin and like kind of giving us information and educating us along the way as well so that like we were on the same page and um, I don't know, little things like that. Yeah. It was like it mainly is just like they educated themselves and I mean, it depends on the parent. I mean, we, we grew up with other younger bands and they kind of like fell off because we all started when we were preteens and their parents, I guess, didn't have that same um, essence that our parents did. Like, it's a sacrifice. Like, they have their own oh. job, their parents. And then now we got to buy equipment and book your shows and try to negotiate. But, um, like... Um, I feel like our dad also helped us when we were like doing a lot of covers. Like he'd be like, "Oh, let's listen to this song. What do you guys think?" Like I think Tori could do really good on this like guitar solo or something and like little things like getting involved with our music process and stuff like that. And like he even helped us um with Soy Chingona and like empowering us to um include Spanish in our um in our songs and just kind of being part of the process in that way yeah just be a part of the process i love that yes carol she has um two beautiful kids that that are very musically inclined i love that um and she's super supportive so girl you're on your way there um i love that your dad helped you write uh soy chingona that is yeah. first of all for a mexican man 
I know. Yeah. To empower his daughters. Like, that makes my heart explode. Um, yeah, I feel like our dad is is um, definitely, like, a feminist. And, like, he... I guess because he doesn't have any sons either, so he has no choice. <laughs> but I feel like every day he reminds us how powerful we are and, like, to encourage us to use our voice as women and reminds us of our power and introduces us to other women in Austin mm. who, like, have the same values and align with what we're doing. And, um, like, it's just cool to see that because you don't see it a lot. Yeah, You know what? You don't. And I think that's super, super dope. And what a blessing for him to have done that because the way how generational trauma stops is oh, when yeah. you set that cycle. And I think that's so super dope yeah. that he's instilling that in you both and in the three of y'all. And that's so, ah, that makes me have so much hope for real. Tori, you were going to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's the thing, like. I feel like as we've gotten older, I don't know, I feel like we were we were the family that's like kind of been chosen to break those cycles. Like our mm. dad and our mom, they tell us about all the sacrifices that they took, um, how they were raised by different people, by people that were their parents, that weren't their parents. Right. And um and even like being Mexican American, like you it, it's become diluted over time and they the like discomfort of trying to bring it back when you're in a world that's like you go on the bus and you bring a bean uh, taco and then everyone's yelling at you and making fun of you but yeah our dad has so many sisters so many siblings and he saw what it would be like what it could be like for women Mm. um, Mexican women and I just feel like they have so much grit and resilience and they are just so happy to see that we're interested in music and that They've always instilled in us that knowledge is power and that no one can take knowledge away from you. That's the only thing that is like really, really yours. And they're just great parents. I love them. I Well, I love them too because they're the reason why y'all are here and I'm here for it. That is so dope. Goddess says like Richie Valen's mom, girl, get to booking gigs. Yes. Um, I wanted to uh, go into that like because you did something pretty beautiful a couple um, months back. It feels like I'm in such a time warp. I feel like I see things and then I feel like it was so long ago, but really only was a couple weeks ago. Um, you had a beautiful video that you did where um, you came out and I yeah. uh, wanted to talk about that and what that was like for you. Um, it was something that was super touching um, uh, to me because how powerful that is to see someone that is brown, that is a woman, right? And mm-hmm. stand up and do something like that. And you were just talking about how supportive your parents were. Um, can we talk a little bit about that and what that experience like was you? I mean, what what that experience was like for you? And then you being so young, you said you were 20, right? So yeah. t- walk me through that. And yeah. Well, it, I always knew it was like going to be a journey that I had to take by myself mm-hmm. um, because I grew up, you know, we didn't, there's not like LGBTQ education. Like no one really talks about it uh, unless it's like made fun of on TV. Um, but I, I knew from a very young age, I knew when I was like 10 years old, 
um I just thought I I thought everyone liked girls <laughs> I was like well women are very like sexualized and mm. they're pretty like you know everyone should love women and then I was like but not everyone likes women romantically um but I kept that I kept that up in my body for so long and um and then it was like in high school I started to have like relationships and I they were very secretive I was lying to my parents um, about where I was, who I was with. <laughs> and that was the point where they were like, okay, Tori, um, we know something's up. Like, you need to talk to us. Yeah. And so I just told them, I was like, I have a girlfriend. We've been together for, like, a very long time. She's not just my best friend. And they were so accepting and so loving. And it was it's crazy because I kept the stigma of being Mexican-American, and I tied that to, homos- uh, to like, being homophobic. Mm. and and like I was homophobic to myself because of that (laughs) um and so for so many years I didn't want to come out to my parents I didn't want to come out to anyone because I thought no one was going to accept me because of the cultural values we hold um Mm. but my parents were so just loving and they didn't care they just wanted me to be safe and they were like that's all we want we just we're happy the thing is they said that we're happy that you know how to love And I was like, okay, well, now I feel so much better. And they opened the conversation to my grandparents. Um, and that was the, those were the main people I was afraid to tell because they're very religious. They hold a lot of those traditions um, like very strongly. And I, it, it was the same thing. I just I told my grandmother, I was like, uh, I don't, I don't like boys. I will never like boys. I have a girlfriend. Um and she just was like, and I was crying to her, and she was like, "Why are you crying? Like, I love you no matter what." And it was such a beautiful moment. But then I also felt like not angry, but I was just reflecting on how many years I um, just was so silent because I thought no one was gonna love me because Ugh. of who I loved. And that's the thing. Like, we needed. I wanted to be like a representation for younger um, people to to just like try to open the conversation as much as they're comfortable doing, you know, because I felt like I lost parts of my childhood because I was either forcing myself to like a boy or being very silent and, Mm. you know, all these different things. But um, I wrote Let Love Free. I'm inspired by coming out to my grandmother. And I was like, this band has been such a big part of our lives since we were, since I was like 10, it's been like a decade. And I want everyone to know who I am and, Coming out is weird because there's some people who feel like you don't need to come out. And there's some people that are like very proud. And because of the historical value um, it holds, being LGBTQ+, you know, it, it it's like a whole other confidence feeling that you get whenever you're like, I'm gay. <laughs> um, but I, I just decided to write a song about it. And then for the video, we... Um, kind of took that story of me coming out um and put that in the video I mean we started like I was at the vanity reflecting on myself um and I don't think anyone anyone has caught this but I came in with my soy chingona blazer on and I Mm. took off the necklace that I was wearing in that video it was kind of like a transition yes Um, I put on um a heart necklace and I put on my purple jacket and then I started going throughout the, our house um, and like looking at my parents and kind of being like, they know how to love, but I'm like 
so silent and I'm just looking at them kiss each other and I'm like and then I see my sister and her relationship and I'm like I wish I could have that and then I we go to the scene where my sisters are like um don't look down if you want to fly like hiding love is not isn't so nice and then that comes the part of the video where it opens up and it's colorful um, and we just party. <laughs> and and you know what? The symbology of that uh, video was so powerful for me. Like, you could feel the energy radiating through. I was watching it on the TV, and I was like, it just, it, it made me feel so emotional. Because, first of all, I'm always going to be so proud of seeing women of color. But seeing Latinx women doing the damn thing and for me how intentional all of your videos are especially this one this one being the latest one and um my heart was feeling like so full when i was seeing your sisters kind of like showering you with flowers right that kind of felt like the Mm -hmm. symbology of putting the flowers in your hair and um how beautiful that was tiffany what was that like watching your sister um embrace that um you know that moment and having to come out like watching your sister do that yeah, um, I think I I was her secret holder for a, li- a really long time, and um, I was there for her and encouraging her not to be scared to talk to my parents because I feel like I I know my parents and how much love they have for us. So I was like, I know you're scared, but they're not like I I feel like I I know that they're not gonna you know reject you. They're gonna embrace mm. you and when she showed me the song and her lyrics for let love free i think i think i cried a little bit i was just like oh my gosh like this is the song is beautiful and like people are going to hold this close to their hearts and like through the writing process i just kept falling more in love with it and then when the music video came out um or when we were like brainstorming for it and I was just like getting even more excited because I was like people are going to be able to see what our family kind of went through and like what Tori's what her thought process was while coming out and just knowing that she had all these people around her that still love her and that like you know we were waiting I felt like I was waiting for her to come out of the closet and (laughs) um but yeah I was like it's like like the party scene I was just like that's how I feel now like mm-hmm. people can party with us and like we're just all on the same wavelength now mm-hmm. and we don't have to hide anything and just love on each other and have fun yeah and the thing about the song is like when I showed it to Sophia our middle sister and Tiffany um there was an aspect of like them being proud of me but then also they took what they needed from the song and that's what we want the audience to get like to get from the song um like we always say it's like about self-love it's about bad relationships it's about good relationships it's just about the concept of love being fluid yes you have to let love free within yourself because we always hide it Mm. and then you always have to let love free like when it's bad Mm. like let it go but then you know there's like so many different um like concepts within the song and I wanted it to be like about my journey but then also I wanted people to take what they needed from it 
Oh, girl, I felt like it was my quinceanera, like, watching that whole video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. literal coming. Like, to me, it's very, like, much women empowerment or just people empowerment in general. Like, people of color empowerment. That video came yeah. off to me. The love that was radiating. Love that you guys incorporated your parents. And I love even now that it's it was your your story of how you came out to your grandmother. Shout out to... Abuela for being so yes. understanding um, I must say like because that isn't the case for a lot of people but I um, shedding light on these types of stories with people of color behind them specifically women of color being Mexican-American and because um, I, I hate when we say right like oh my god you're so brave because it's kind of like uh, kind of <laughs> like makes it kind of small but the um courageousness that that took mm -hmm. from with that video yeah. of you talking about it because I don't even think that you I don't even think you mentioned in the video that you were gay like I don't even think that line was yeah. in, in there and it was just like but like everybody knew like that's what you were talking about and I love that you mentioned fluidity because they're really um it's genderless and yeah it, and I mean even the lyric like the first one it's it's my love, my love's got a place on land, the land that says I can't. Mm. And like, I, I can Chills. mirror it back to myself and say, like, my love is like just me loving and I feel like it had no place on land, but it has a place on land. Mm -hmm. But then if you put it with like self-love mm. and be like, my love has a place on land, like it's here. Yes. And there's like, it's we have the notion in our society that like if you love yourself then I don't know you're just too powerful and capitalism as well like aligns with that like you're not gonna buy anything if you love yourself because you realize that you are powerful <laughs> so yes that, yeah you can mirror a lot of lyrics in our song so many so many ways how you could take it and like I like the way how um you're able to apply it and that was the intention for it like it wasn't necessarily just for um uh, you coming out before anybody in the way how they're able to take it um because for me it was something that uh brought emotion to my eyes because uh, I was thinking about my sons and thinking mm -hmm. about like um because a lot of what we do too is that like we do a lot of women empowerment but we also don't empower like you know like our our boys like that and mm -hmm. for me it's just like i like that it's so you could take it any way how you want and um being able to like tell my sons as they were like dancing around while i was um listening to it when it premiered what was it a couple of days ago yeah. and it was just like you know to me that was beautiful and to me yeah. like it just makes the generation um the future look that much more brighter um as we're coming to an end um i am on cloud nine this went above and beyond how i was imagining imagining it um i wanted to just like dive a little bit into like what do you guys see happening for your, for yourselves i'm really big on manifestation and what does the vision look like for you guys in the next two five ten years what does that look like for y'all <laughs> it's loaded for sure <laughs> i i believe that we'll release an album and i believe that we'll just um continue curating our voice and uplifting it um as well as others and just shining in the light and being comfortable in the light mm. um because you know it's really scary and 
um, just oh. being more confident. With and, you guys, you really can't tell, to tell you the truth. Like, I feel like you guys are much older than your guys' age. Like, you guys really, I feel like um, you guys are like old souls. And it really radiates through your guys' music. And I think that's so dope. Yeah, no, it is, it's very hard. I mean, a lot of musicians don't talk about it, but we had, we just had a show last weekend um, and there were a lot of people in the crowd and I was like in the corner and I was like, I really could just stay here in the corner. I don't want to go on stage. <laughs> there's days where I just, I don't want to be perceived by people. And mm. there's days I just don't want people to have judgments on us and project. But when you're a musician, you, you kind of like have to combat that with being like, okay, I'm protected, I'm guided divinely yes. i'm safe um and you just you put up like a a wall like a safe wall um but yeah i just hope that we just continue to grow and to continue to meet fans and share our story and uplift other people's story and release more music that resonates with us and our path yeah i love that i truly truly love that i want to say um that when we when I was first trying to arrange um you guys coming on um I usually it's kind of like the way how you said like I could totally be in a corner and I could wish for all of this stuff to be kind of like I'm done with this I don't want to be the one who's in the front and center sometimes uh but I understand like you know I do have a platform and um unbeknownst to me um, you guys had already been exposed to me before I even reached out and, um, yeah. shout out to magical Mohead mornings. Um, can we talk a little bit about that? Cause I think that was super dope. Cause I was like floored. Um, <laughs> it, uh, magical Mohead morning started in February of earlier this year of 2021. So it was probably like around that time when you had came mm-hmm. in, you said you were working when you would listen to it. Yeah, I mean, I I would go in to work and I would open Clubhouse and um, I would wait for your room to open. (laughs) And it just like uplifted me so much. And I would go into my sister's room and like just have it playing on my phone. And um, I just loved how you opened the conversation to so many people, so many like-minded individuals and also people who are from different backgrounds, different cultural backgrounds. Mm. And you all connect on like the same kind of wavelength. And, you know, young per- on Clubhouse, there's not a lot of 20-year-olds. That's kind of the reason I kind of, like, stopped going on there. But, <laughs> but, but, no, you, everything that you would say kind of, like, really resonated with me as far as, like, self-love and manifestation and seeing how um, unapologetic you and all the other women on, on there were was, like, very very like motivating and at work I would have a bad day and I would just listen to y'all's voices about like being moms and just like cutting through all the bs and being yourself it just it it was so cool and I'm so happy to be here thank you for having us first of all that that was dope um I didn't pay her to say that y'all I promise (laughs) (laughs) I did not pay her to say that that's super dope to me yeah we used to when we would hear there would be like somewhere in their their young um early 20s it'd be like a shark in water because it's like oh my god like protect her at all costs oh my thank you guys so much that was beautiful uh shout out to magical mohead morning and magical mohead collective um gang gang y'all uh tori tiffany this was absolutely amazing. Thank you for this gift for real for my podcast. Like I'm super excited to see um, the the path 
that you guys are trailblazing for yourselves and not only for yourselves, but for the generation that's rocking with you there and someone being a little older, baby, I rock with it. I vibe with it. I bumped that shit in my car. I love it. Um, first of all, let's talk a little bit about before we get off, um, where can people reach you and what you guys have upcoming? Cause South by Southwest is, uh, I mean, yeah. let's, can we talk about it again? Like South by <laughs> Southwest, we're not just playing, uh, little things around here. We're doing big things popping and I'm here for it. Uh, what's coming up next for you guys? Um, we, uh, we just had a really busy weekend. <laughs> um, yes. You guys are booked and busy, baby. Yes. Um, we're playing, um in a few days for Planned Parenthood for a really big fundraiser um and then we'll be playing at a venue in Austin called the ABGB um and we are official South by Southwest artists that'll be in March of 2022 I believe um yeah please follow us on Instagram at Tiara Girl Band that's T-I-A-R-R-A, Girl Band, and Twitter, Tiara Girls, Facebook, Tiara Girls. Go listen to Let Love Free, um, and also watch the music video and connect with us. First of all, y'all need to subscribe, follow to everything that they're doing, because, <laughs> baby, this is this is so amazing and so beautiful to be a part of. Thank you guys for today. Thank you for taking time out your day, being super flexible with me. Uh, Goddess is in the um, chat saying, damn, their, their parents are amazing. Um, and Mysterious Jack is saying, I love the story behind the video and the music. Yoli said, I love the conversation and the vibes. You ladies have a new fan. I love Aww, yay. <laughs> For real. Like, uh, I can't. I can't. I, it was one of those things where I was like, I have to have them on. They're probably going to say no. All of these things. I am so excited that this happened. Thank you yay. guys so much. And I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. Um, shout out to y'all for everybody who's listening. Don't forget to enter week two of this giveaway. It will end at mon- no on Thursday night. And the winner will be announced on Friday. <sighs> I will see you guys later, y'all. Have a Thank good so one. Much. Thank you so much. <laughs>